0: Broadcasting
1: around the world, on the World Wide Web Ladies and gentlemen, here it is The most
0: radio show on the planet, even the other stations are tuned in too Oh yeah Broadcasting live from the Joseph Network Studios In downtown Medina, Tennessee
2: so much for tuning into the Josie show tonight oh my goodness we have such an amazing show lined up for you today because we have two special guests incredible music artists Danny Stefanetti and Ainsley Costello both incredible talents I'm so excited to talk to both of them about their music what they have coming up etc so stay tuned into the whole show you will not want to miss a second I could promise you that. Uh, but let's first bring on my first guest. Here is Danny Stefanetti. Hi,
0: Josie.
3: Thank you for having me on your show today. Oh, the pleasure's
2: all mine. I've been looking forward to talking to you. Thank you so much for joining me. This is going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> That's, not me. That's not me. Yes, yes So I would like to start from the beginning When did you realize music was what you wanted to do? How did this all start for you?
3: So it all started when I was around 8 years old And my mom, like most parents Put me in dancing and ballet And tap and everything And I realized I really had two left feet. So, I was coming last at everything and we were flicking through the paper and my mum said, maybe we should put you in something else that you're good at.
2: Right, right. So,
3: between violin and guitar and we saw this guitar teacher in the newspaper and I said, yeah, mum, I'll learn the guitar. Mm -hmm. And from that moment on, um, I started writing songs and learning the Eagles and, and different songs my guitar teacher would teach me and I just haven't put it down since. I became like the dorky kid, and then all my friends at school when I was in primary school started loving me because I was a guitar player.
2: So it was pretty cool. That is really cool. And I love how your your friends were supportive as well. They were like, hey, this is a pretty neat thing you're doing. That is really
3: cool. Yeah, real I was cool. playing, so Yeah, I had really crooked teeth, but I was a bit nerdy. But then once they saw I was a musician, it, it somehow shifted. I was popular,
2: you know? Yeah, definitely. It was one of those things that really got you involved and, um you know and that's yeah that's pretty cool and I'm sure many uh you know noticed your beautiful accent you're originally from Australia yeah I'm from a little town called Perth have you heard of it I have not actually but I would I would love to go and visit
3: oh it's beautiful we have a lot of great beaches and it's a really relaxed way of living so I live on the west coast. so Sydney is like on the side so it's it's a flight like New York to LA and I would be on the LA side on the west coast. Gotcha,
2: okay. Yeah. So
3: that's where I grew up in a little a beach town in Perth and it was very quiet and I, I loved it.
2: Oh, I bet. Oh my goodness. It's one of my dream places to go to Australia.
3: <laughs> oh my goodness, I would love to Yes. Oh I'm got to love I life is a lot of great, like the Great Barrier Reef. It's it's gorgeous down there.
2: Absolutely. But you're currently here in the States um, working on music, right? So um, I'm... Yeah. I'm yeah.
3: I live in California at the moment.
2: Yeah. Yes. I'm working on a, the album. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, I definitely want to talk about the album here in just a second. But first, I want to talk about your latest single, You Make Me Beautiful. Can you tell us the inspiration behind this song? It's so good.
3: Oh, thank you. So you make me beautiful. I wrote a couple of years back, and it was dedicated to my granddad who passed. He always taught me about you know self acceptance and loving who you are and you're beautiful just the way God made you. But When he left me, a lot of you know he introduced me to country music, and he imparted so much into my life from the Bible to country music, and I thought I'd dedicate that one to him. And then uh, I ended up being in Hollywood, and I met my manager, Jeffrey Panzer, and she ended up uh, producing, directing that um, video with me Mm
2: -hmm. and
3: a couple of other people in the Hollywood industry, and it was on this gorgeous virtual reality set, and that's where we did the music video for it.
2: Oh, it's a great music video. It really is. It debuted on CMT.com, too. How cool is
3: that? (laughs) Yeah, it got on CMT. I was thrilled when I I, I heard about that. It was a, a real big dream of mine to get on there.
2: Yes. Oh, my goodness. I'm sure that was so exciting when you found out that was going to be a part, you know. Um, it was so cool. I was like, how did this happen? Right? That's amazing. Well, it's because it's an amazing yeah. song and video. That's why. It's well-deserved. It really is. Uh, yeah,
3: we had it. it. was the best
2: day ever. <laughs> yes, it looks like it. It looks like it was a lot of fun filming that. And, you know, I definitely want to talk about that album. What can we expect from the new album? Is there a release date yet or is that still in the process?
3: Yeah, so the album's going to be out this February.
2: All right. I don't know
3: the exact date, but it's going to be very soon. We just released a, probably one of the first singles off it on a video form
2: for 17
3: stars. It's on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And that single should be out shortly as well. But um, the li- the album is Danny Stefanetti uh, at live at Discovery Centre Amphitheatre in Big Bear. And it was actually taken from a live performance I did last summer. And we've been mixing and mastering it, and it, I, it's my, I'm so proud of this product. Um, it's probably one of my favorite bodies of work that I've ever released to the the public. So I'm so mm-hmm. excited for people to hear it.
2: Oh, yes. I can't wait. I can't wait to hear it. And I'm sure once it's released, it'll be available on all of the music platforms that are out there, like Spotify and Amazon, right? So
3: yeah yeah, exactly i please and we'll definitely be sending you guys a copy yes we would love it we'll have to play it for sure
2: um (laughs) yes definitely and spread the news about it once it releases we'll put it on all of our social networking sites as well oh thank you that would be
3: awesome
2: oh you're very welcome you have such a beautiful voice you really do it's so soulful have you ever have you ever taken like singing lessons or is that a gift from above (laughs) how did that start
3: I, I really clung to the guitar and songs, but my voice—it right. took a long time for that to come along. I, right. I think before I was about nineteen, gotcha. it actually started getting good. But before that, it was—I sounded a bit like a mouse. <laughs> oh. So going when I got a bit older, it started improving. Thank God, because it couldn't yeah. have got worse. Oh, uh, so good. You know when your voice matures, it starts getting—you get the notes better. So right. I did have a. And teacher for a while there, but I was more like, oh, I'm a guitarist, a singer,
2: you know? <laughs> right, right. You were more focused on the
3: guitar at that point,
2: for sure. Gosh. And then
3: I was singing at church, right, on Sundays, yeah. and my pastor said, Danny, we're taking the guitar away from you for a couple of months. Oh, goodness. are going to sing. And I said, oh, no. <laughs> the fear, yeah. And then it actually helped me because yeah. I stopped hiding behind the instrument.
2: Right, right. That was your push that you needed.
3: Exactly. I did need that. Exactly. Yeah.
2: yeah, absolutely. And good thing. Good thing they did push you, you know, to be able to do that because now you do both. You know, you're a guitarist yeah. and a vocalist. Yes. Um, Which does very, very well for you. And not only that, but what I think is really cool is how open you are as a person. Um, You have a Facebook live series, Danny Speaking. Um, which is very fun. You get to connect with, you know, your fans and um you know yeah. yeah, and share your music, talk about life. Um, when did you start doing the Facebook Live? It's really fun.
3: oh thank you. We started it at the end of last year. Right. Uh probably in about was that, October last year we started putting those shows together. Mm-hmm. And Now, you know, January 2023, I have so much fun doing those shows. We have people tune in from Germany, England, Australia, America, all over the world. And um, now I've got this koala bear art and I pretty much, we actually film it live from my bedroom now. Mm -hmm. So half of my bedroom is a set. That is so cool. (laughs) Pink telephones and yeah, I've just basically turned this whole place into a set. And <laughs> <As> you should. <laughs> that is so cool. Wow. Yeah, I was like at a very high budget for that show, not really. <laughs> hey, come on, it worked. I love it. It's such a comforting setting. It
2: really is. You know, I've seen a couple of your lives and um it just seems so just so comfortable and you do. You have viewers from all over the world. You really do, which I think is so cool that you're connecting people in that way, you know?
3: Thank you. Yeah, I think we're building our own little fan base of yeah. just people that love, you know, all the way from rock. We have different um, genres each week, like this coming Friday is going to be Troubadour week, where I just do songs that I've written. Nice. Some weeks it's, it's blues, uh, Christmas songs. Okay. Uh, we're going to do one time a Cinematic Week where I do songs from movies. Oh, that's yeah, cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I take requests. I, I like to know what people want to hear as well.
2: Right. I love that to get everyone involved. That's amazing. That is really cool. I, I can't, you know, I think that's just really nice. I wish, I wish more artists did that because it's just very interesting. You know, and it's, it feels like watching a
3: show right from your the
2: comfort of your own home, you know?
3: <laughs> yeah, especially when um, COVID hit and people are mm-hmm. more used to watch streaming things now. So it, you can make your own little TV show at home now.
2: Yeah, yeah it's, it, I think it's amazing. And um, I love that you're still doing that. So if everyone wants to go and find your Facebook page uh, and also all of your social networking sites, can you give out those those links for us?
3: Yeah, so it's, um, my Facebook is Facebook dot com slash Danny Stefanetti and at Danny Stefanetti across the board. Um you can find me on YouTube, Instagram, Spotify, iTunes and all of that as well. Perfect. And Twitter. I, I start with Twitter like last year I get I've got more into it and yeah. I have some great followers on Twitter and great friends I've met through there.
2: I love it. I love it. So you are all over the place. Everyone's gonna be able to find you and you make it so easy. I love that. It's just your name. Just across everything. Just that's it.
3: You make You're it. i not selling it. Sorry, you'll have to find it on your radio so, Oh yeah, I will. We'll give it out for sure. <laughs> definitely, definitely. I love it. I love it. You have such a beautiful name. You guys are doing in country music, by the Aww. way. Thank you. Oh, you're the sweetest. You know, your your live shows, I hope to make, I hope to perform at a Josie Awards one day. Oh. Because um, I've been following Lee Newton and William Lee Golden, and I just love what you guys are doing.
2: Oh, you're the sweetest. Well, we would love to have you. You're an amazing artist. You really are. And uh, I just, yeah, and we love your music. So definitely, you know, keep in touch with us, for sure. And uh, I hope. Yeah. And I hope others out there, you know, who are listening to this interview, go and check out your music. You have, of course, you make me beautiful, but you have so much great work out there um, that people can find online. And, you know, I, I also, I wanted to share this really, I wanted you to share this really cool story that I've seen. Um, I read somewhere that Keith Urban seen you perform. Can you tell us about that story?
3: So this was a God moment because um, ever since, like, even in little news articles, you know when you're a kid and your mom collects news articles of you and puts them on the fridge? Yeah. I don't know if you had that. But, oh, definitely. When our football. football so we all, you know, win little things along the way. Oh, like, for sure, yeah. So I, I used to have little news articles and, that asked me when I did just started playing guitar, What do you want to be when you grow up oh, I wanna be the next Keith Urban. I always used to say that, you know. Aww, cute. And so I made this little trip to Nashville. It was my third day there and um I I heard he was playing at Bridgestone Arena and I really wanna do a duet with him one day, so I I took my guitar down, they were having a sound check, and I was like, you know, I'll get Keith to sign my guitar, I don't want to be a fangirl, but I I think everybody's a fangirl of Keith Urban. So right. I'm not the
2: only one. Agreed, yes.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you are not the only one. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so he doesn't love his music. So, right. anyway, so I took my guitar down, and I thought, you know, I'll just get him to sign it. Um, so, he, he actually came out, and he's very personable, and he signed it, and um, I thought that was it, you know.
2: Right. And uh, it
3: was my birthday that day. And, uh, so I, anyway, so I saw him kind of walking around, you know, after he did his set on Good Morning America. So what I did is I was like, you know, i only get one chance in life. So I just grabbed my guitar. To, I, I created my own audience out there in the rain and yeah. started jamming. And next thing I know, Keith was standing in front of me. I looked up and I was like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> That'd be my reaction, yes. Yeah. Wow. And uh, if that was a day in that Keith and I, I wonder if he remembers that day. I don't know. We'll see. Right? Hey,
2: well, next time when you, you know, when you're opening up for him or something or doing a duet with him, because I feel it <laughs> happening, I can see it happening now, you're going to have to share that story. I'm sure he probably remembers. That, that would be cool. Yeah, <laughs>
3: that girl with the hours poop on the sky running down
2: my face. <laughs> Aw, that is so cute. That is such a cool story. That really is. I love how you made your own your own opportunity. You're like, you know what? Let's just go for it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean
3: out of all the Aussies um key music, he's just dominated the, dominated the world with his sound. So I guess he's you know, we all look up to him back home.
2: Right. Wow, that's yeah. amazing. That's a great story. That's something that you're going to be able to remember for forever. I mean, that's just one of those memories that, you know, will stick with you. And, and I hope one day you're able to talk to him and, and, you know, be able to share that story with him. He probably thinks that's pretty cool. He, I'm sure he remembers. <laughs> that's pretty neat. Yeah. Me-
3: yeah, it was an epic day. Was, yeah. he, he made my birthday.
2: <laughs> right? He definitely, that is the best birthday <laughs> For sure. Yeah, I mean, it will
3: be really funny if we meet again one day in Nashville. And you, never quite
0: a
2: yeah. Yeah, you never know. Yeah. You never know. You never know. That would be so cool. And um, I also, I have some fun questions for you. If you're ready?
3: Sure, <laughs> go
2: for it. All right. So, um, while performing, have you ever had any embarrassing on-stage moments that you could recall? Something that just did not go well live and in person? <laughs> yeah. Um, I
3: had a couple. Before. Um. Oh, one of my I'm Laura, those. <laughs> I, you know, those eyelashes. Yeah. Those eyelashes. Oh yeah.
2: <laughs> one oh no. Of
3: mine flew off, and it landed in someone's ear. Oh my gosh! You're kidding.
0: <laughs>
3: no. And I also had a time when um, I was 14. for it was this place called Birdswood Theatre. It's, it's a really pretty theatre. And I was sing Autumn Leaves by Nat King Cole. And I took it very seriously, you know. Of course. Song, get it right. So, yeah, I started. It's just me and the guitar, no background music, right? So, mm-hmm. if I stop playing, then we stop. Right. My strap fell off my guitar. Oh, no. And the whole audience went, oh.
2: Right? like,
3: <laughs> seconds I wanted to cry you know I didn't I just picked up my guitar and then they started applauding and backstage I just started bawling my eyes out I was so like embarrassed
2: right because you weren't thought, expecting oh. that
3: I wonder what but it was like my most embarrassing moment I think they <laughs> gave it to me because they were they they were embarrassed for me <laughs> then or maybe maybe
2: they were just so impressed because you got back up got that you know you just grabbed it and you just kept going you know what I mean? Like. You recovered well. You kept going.
3: <laughs> hey. That was embarrassing.
2: Oh, I bet. At the moment. But it's funny, I love how you can laugh about it now. You're just like, yeah, that happened. Everything is in It happens. It happens. When you're live, you just things things aren't always perfect, right? But yeah those so those are some good ones. I could see it happening. listen, when you're live, anything think it happens at that point. Um, but, right, exactly. Yes, and the next fun question I have for you uh, is: There a artist out there that you would love to do a duet with or write with that you haven't yet?
3: Yes, um, there's two artists I haven't done a duet with, and that's um, on my to-do list. Yes, if they were still living, it would have been Jimi Hendrix and Stevie Ray Vaughan. Oh yeah. But out of the artists that are living, uh, the two artists I really want to do a duet with are Keith Urban and John Mayer.
2: I love it. Great answers. Yes. All around. Yes.
3: I see <laughs> dreaming
2: big. You you know what? You have to dream big in this world, right? What else do we have? We have to dream. I love that. That's amazing. Yes, you have you have some really good answers there. I hope I hope it happens for you. Um especially yes. Keith Urban. I hope that happens for you now. I
3: need to <laughs> oh my God. Right? Definitely. Oh, uh, and I'm going to I want to happen one day. Yes. do so a duet with William Lee Golden.
2: Yes. And the last fun question that I have for you, if you could be any animal in the wild, what animal best personality-wise do you think suits you? What would you say?
3: Oh, the one I definitely would want to be is a koala. Yes. A koala bear. Oh, they're the cutest. <laughs> yeah I don't have a pet koala bear or a pet kangaroo some people when in, in LA people have asked me do they have kangaroos over there you, just, you ride them to school I said no sorry no how could you ride them to school <laughs> <laughs> that's quite dangerous be um, right <laughs> Oh, that's really cuddly. Absolutely.
2: They're cuddly. Oh, I love it. Yes, for sure. I could see it. And I
3: want to thank you so, so much for joining
2: me. I appreciate you guys so much
3: and all oh. you do for independent artists. And I just, I love what you're doing and I'm so
2: excited to be part of it. Oh, my pleasure. We would love to have you a part of it. We love everything that you do as well. And I hope everyone goes and finds you on social networking sites, just type in your name. And also, of course, your website as well has all sorts of goodies that people can go and find and, and learn more about you. So go, go on, go on and check out Dani, everybody.
3: <laughs> Do it now. Aww. Thanks, Darcy. You're
2: very welcome. Thank you yes. so much. Ah, Such a fun interview. And my next guest, is Ainsley Costello. Hi,
0: Josie. Thanks so much
3: for having me. How
2: are you doing? I'm doing great. The pleasure's all mine. I've been looking forward to talking to you. Looking forward
3: to talking to you, too. Thanks
2: so much for taking the time to talk to me. Oh, my pleasure. I've been looking forward to this. So, first off, I have to congratulate you because you were a nominee this past year at the Josie Music Awards. I hope you had a great time. <laughs>
3: We did. Oh my gosh, it was such an incredible night just getting to go and hang out eat with everyone. Oh my gosh, we had the best time.
2: Oh, good. I'm happy to hear that. It's like a big family reunion, isn't it? Just people from all over that you've um, you know, met probably on Facebook that you can, you know, get to know um live. So I thought, I thought that is, you know, the coolest thing, but it's well deserved. It really was. Um you're an incredible music artist and I want to talk about your latest release, which is doing very well, called Cherry on Top. So did you write this one?
3: I did write this
2: one. Oh, tell us about it.
3: Alone on a Ukulele.
2: (laughs) Really? Alone on a Ukulele? That's awesome. (laughs) Thank you. Oh, my goodness. So, tell us a little bit of the inspiration behind this song.
3: So This song is such a, like, cathartic release of emotion for me. I wrote it, um kind of around this time last year, actually more like end of 2021, kind of November, December of 2021-ish, mm-hmm. and I had um, just gone through, um, so funny thing about me, I've never experienced a romantic breakup, but I think as anyone can um, understand or relate to, there are all kinds of breakups that happen all the time that aren't romantic in life, and uh, yeah. I, had a, I had a relationship breakup that wasn't romantic, that I was kind of sad and hurt and kind of angry about and so uh one day when I was home alone I just decided to
2: take it all out on my ukulele oh my goodness yes as you should you got to write it out play it out (laughs) I love that so that's kind of how the how it came about and you're you're it's so true um you're completely right I mean whether it be romantic or not you know a lot of people have been through those kind of you know experiences so I think a lot of people will be able to take from their experience for this song. Um, you know, and relate. And tell us about that music video. What was it like filming that?
3: Oh, my gosh. We had an absolute blast filming that music video. Funny story about that. The day before uh, we filmed the music video, I actually got to play around with the Bluebird Cafe here in Nashville, and I got mm-hmm. to give Cherry on top its uh, its live debut, and then we filmed the music video the day after. But we had the best time. I mean, uh, that was the first video that um, i done with Jason R. Johnson of 50 Or's Motion Picture Company. And uh he totally just like took our vision that we were thinking of and dreaming of for this video and just took it to the next level. I mean, uh we brought my band in and we've just had the best time like screaming our lungs out to a camera and like <laughs> just headbanging to the gods. Like we all yeah. like kinda texted each other the next day. We're like Hey, do you all need, like, ibuprofen or, like, something? Like, is it just me or do you, like, your guys' neck hurt, (laughs) too? Right? That's when you know
2: you you did your job. Like, when your neck is a little, yes, you did your thing. And it's such a high-energy, fun music video. Uh, And I recommend everyone, if you haven't checked out the music video, you have to do it right now. It's on YouTube. So go and check it out, Cherry on Top, the official music video. And it, it really is a great music video. And then, of course, I was able to witness you performing um, your new single on NBC's Today in Nashville. I was able to watch that. Um, what was that like? Were you nervous at all? Well, first and foremost,
3: thank you so much for tuning in to watch it. That of was course. such a fun and cool day. Um, yeah. That was my first time really performing on, on TV, so that was really cool. Right, But, um, you know... I wasn't really nervous for it. I was really more just kind of excited for it. But there's yeah. something funny that always happens. I think when you get into situations like that, you tell your brain like you're not nervous. You're not nervous, and then like everything <laughs> that you practice kind yeah. of seems to like. Oh my God, where did it go? Where is it? Like why? Why am I not breathing the right way? Why am right. I doing this the right way? So I wasn't really nervous to, like, think about it, but then when I was up there, I was kind of just like, why am I, like, forgetting everything that I've ever learned about singing this song? That is so funny. It's
2: one of those moments, I mean, as a music artist, I'm sure, you know, you've experienced this many, you know, many times. When you're up there and, you know, the crowd's going and stuff and, and, you know, you're you're into it, sometimes you forget lyrics, sometimes you forget, you know what I mean? Like, how can you not? It's high energy, you know?
3: Oh, for sure. Luckily, there were no uh, lyrics no. that were forgotten when we performed on today in Nashville. But for no. sure, like that energy level of just being in front of people and being in front of cameras as a whole new thing. And it's such an exciting energy, too. Like, it, it's what keeps you on your toes. And I'm always glad to feel that, like, kind of butterfly, nervous sighted energy. <laughs>
2: absolutely. Absolutely. That's when you you got to keep going. Um, which which you do, which I think is incredible, and I love I love your music because you know in 2022 you actually released like released like five different singles. Little Sister is amazing. Um, Thank <laughs> I love you. I loved that single, and I wanted to ask you because you have so many great songs out there that you release kind of like one by one. Um, are there any thoughts on putting out like a full length album? Because I think the last album you released was uh, You Know I Am so is it, it was yeah yeah so tell us a little bit would you is that in the cards would you like to put a full-length album out, out again or what do you think
3: oh I would I would love to do that I mean I was kind of raised by a purist musician my dad's a musician who like grew up listening to albums and I grew up listening to albums mm-hmm. so there's just something about the artistry of albums that I've always loved and I would just absolutely love to do an album again um yeah. maybe that's in the cards for sometime later this year or early mm-hmm. next year um I'm just kind of going into the studio these first couple of months of 2023, just trying to write and get some stuff together. So whether that ends up being singles or an EP or a full length album, I'm just excited to still be putting music out, but uh, yeah, absolutely. I would absolutely love to do another album someday.
2: Absolutely. And I'm sure 2023, there'll be new music for sure. Maybe not, it, even if not an album, there will be new music. Cause I love how active you are when it comes to uh, writing and putting out music for the fans. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's really cool i love i love that about you you are constantly constantly thinking of something um which is i think what you need to be you need to be really active in this business and uh do you think you know being in college for music for the music business in berkeley uh, by the way amazing <laughs> hello um do you think that helped you uh with your journey a little bit on on you know kind of learning your ropes a little bit on mu- the music side of things
3: Oh my gosh, for sure. I mean, something that I've been really, really fortunate to have be a thing in my life is is going to Berkeley kind of simultaneously at the same time as I'm learning all of these things firsthand in Nashville on right. the business side, but then also getting out and gigging and meeting fans. And so like, it's, it's so amazing because I've kind of been able to apply what I've learned from Berkeley into what I'm doing um, with my career here in Nashville. And I've also mm-hmm. kind of been able to flip that vice versa on its head like bring things that I've um done in my career so far and be like oh no like when they're talking about this certain subject at Berkeley like mm-hmm. oh I can relate to that because I've done that already so right. it's, it's a really cool kind of uh dynamic that I've got going on with my life <laughs> yes that's so cool
2: I love that and then of course you have to have time for yourself and you know and any friends that you may have is there any hobbies that you like to do when you're not working what are those
3: oh my gosh well, so I've always really struggled with this question because music right. is, like, all that Life. I ever do. But, I mean, yeah. I love catching up with my friends. I'm originally from Seattle, so I mm-hmm. love catching up with my friends back there and just, like, having a good FaceTime event sesh while we're drinking tea and having snacks. I love doing that. Um, I love reading and... um I am uh, I'm also a big a big TV binger. I'm currently watching The West Wing for the first time, so mm-hmm. that's been pretty fun.
2: <laughs> that is awesome. I am such a binge watcher, I'm telling you right now. It is it's a thing. I love that I love that though that music is is your life. You know, but you're also able to, you know, of course, you know, hang out with some friends as well. Um when did you make the big move uh from, you know, to Nashville?
3: So my parents and I—I have the best parents in the world. I have been kind of nudging them in the elbow for a couple of years, being like, "Hey, like, what would you guys think about moving to Nashville?" And so uh, we eventually ended up making the move at uh, the most excellent time you could ever imagine in February of 2020, about
2: two weeks before the world imploded. Yes, yes. Oh, you guys did great timing. I'm telling you, you guys got it at least done (laughs) before everything started shutting down. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. I think that's wonderful. You know, and and just everywhere that you turn in Nashville, there's someone that could play the guitar, a musician musician, a songwriter, a singer. It's such a great musical community in Nashville, so it's definitely the recommended place when you when you're a music artist to head to Nashville. And so uh, I think that's great that that's what you what you did and you're killing it. <laughs> you really are
3: so much. Yes. And I want to thank you on behalf of all indie artists. I mean, going oh. to the Josie Awards a couple of months ago was just like one of the best experiences being here in Nashville. And on behalf of all indie artists, Like, we thank you for what you do because, like, we wouldn't be here without champions like you guys,
2: so. Oh, thank you. Well, you're the sweetest. And I love what a champion, though, you are for independent artists. I noticed on your website, I love how you say, you know, to support independent artists, you know, purchase their music directly, you know, through them. And also another thing I wanted to mention real quick, can you please, you know, give everybody your websites and also your social networking sites for people to go and check out?
3: Yeah, for sure. So my website is just AinsleyCostello.com. And then if you want to look me up on any of the social media platforms, I'm official on Instagram and I'm Ainsley Costello on TikTok. I've got some bright, crazy red hair in both of my profile pictures, so it's kind of hard to miss me. <laughs> I love that. Check her out, everybody.
2: You will not regret it, I promise you. And you keep everybody up to date with everything that you're doing, which I think is great. So everyone, please make sure you go to, first off, the website, Um, It's great. It has all of your music on there and everything that you need to know. All right. So is there a venue, speaking of venues and performances, is there a venue out there that you have not performed yet that you would love to? Like what's bucket list for you?
3: Well, so if we're talking something super crazy. Yeah. One thing that always really made me upset and that I'm still upset about is I am from Pacific Northwest singer, but I never made it up to see a show at the Gorge Amphitheater and I'm still upset Uh, about it so I would love to play a show at the Gorge Amphitheater but um I guess one place that I would love to do in Nashville is I'd love to play the the Brooklyn Bowl if anyone's ever seen a show at the Brooklyn Bowl it's like the coolest place Uh, I actually got to go see a show there on my birthday last year and we had the best time so I'd love to play the Brooklyn Bowl
2: Great answers. Who do we need to, you know, contact? Because we need to start a petition now. First off, first off, you need to be playing in Seattle. Come on now, (laughs) hometown, the Gorge Theater. Yes. Um, But also, yes, I, for sure, great answers. (laughs) Great answers. And also, uh, a fun question for you. Have you ever had any embarrassing onstage moments that you can recall? Anything that just didn't happen well, live and in person, would you say?
3: Oh, man. Well, I'm 18 years old, so I'm still kind of very much going through a vocal evolution. I've been going through a vocal evolution since I started singing when I was the smallest child you can think of. Right. So almost every time I have a show, there's a, it's kind of dwindled over the past couple of months or so, but there's always some good voice crack at an Ainsley Costello show that you can expect for sure. (laughs) Right. I mean,
2: your voice must get tired. I mean, being able, you know, to do that, you know, so often, um, you know, it's I can't even imagine. Uh, music artists just are surprise me. They're incredible. <laughs> incredible humans. Um it's just an incredible gift. <laughs> it really really is. And uh I love I love that you enjoy it too. I could tell. Like I've seen some live performances um you know and stuff and uh you know on YouTube and I've you know seen some of your, you know, music videos. It seems like you're very just you love what you do. You know what I mean? You have so much fun. It's very high energy. Uh, you have so much fun. It sounds like it seems like the band and you get along very well too. It looks it it looks like a fun show. It really does.
3: Thank you. We try to make it a fun show, and yes, we yes. always have the best time. I'm always a I'm always so excited for the summer months because that's yes. when really like festival season opens up, and yes. you can always find a couple of good shows to do throughout the winter months, like the one that we're doing at the Listening Room uh, next month. Definitely. But But uh, I always get so excited for the, the spring and the summer season because that's when school band we all
2: get in the gear and we're all like, all right, full speed ahead, let's go. Yes, let's do this thing. (laughs) Fabulous, yes. Uh, Well, I have to go and see you live in person because I would just love that. It seems like such a fun show. So I will be there. we'd love to have you out. Yes, I would love to. I would love it. Uh, And then the last fun question that I have for you, is there a music artist out there that you would love to perform with or do a duet with or songwrite with? Who would you say? Oh,
3: my gosh, there are so many people. I know. Um... Well, I did just see this one video this morning. I think it went viral a couple of days ago of Sarah Bareilles and Brandi Carlisle singing She Used to Be Mine Together, and those are two of my favorite artists of all time. Yes. Honestly, if I got to, like, sit down and do a write with... Those two incredible women, I could like, die happy on the spot. So I'd love to
2: write with Sarah Bareilles and Brandy Carlisle. I think that'd
3: be really cool. Right? gold
2: made. That's it. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's fabulous. I would love that. Yes. That would be amazing. The three of you together, that's what I call girl power. If you, <laughs> I'm just saying. Heck yeah. That's what I'm saying. That is a power group right there. Um, <laughs> let's get a trio going, y'all. That would be amazing, for sure. And I wanted to ask you, because, you know, you started very young doing music. When did you realize that music was what you wanted to do?
3: You know, there was never really, like, a a definitive moment for me, because I was always around music my entire life. My dad was a musician, so I grew up around it. Um, I mean, I guess there was kind of, like, one moment. Nobody ever, like, really takes me seriously when I tell this story, because I was, like, four years old at the time. Hey. But um, I remember there was one day, it was Christmas Day, 2008, I was four years old, and I remember like the night before, like my dad and I were driving home from somewhere, I don't know, but... uh we heard um, Allison Krauss on the radio, and Alison Krauss is amazing. She's one of yeah. my favorites. And mm-hmm. I, like, I asked my dad, I was like, hey, dad, is that Alison Krauss? And he was like, yeah, like, hey, kid, you've got here. And so uh, <laughs> then I woke up on Christmas morning, and I was like, I'm going to be a singer. And then never really finished <laughs> it. <so.
2: laughs> That's it. That inspired you, just that one moment in time. Isn't that funny? Oh, my goodness. You've never stopped. That's amazing. And I hope you never do stop because you are an incredible music artist. I can't wait to see what is next for you. Um, Any new music you have out, please let us know. I'd love to play it. I'd love to have you back on the show. Please let us know.
3: Yes, we'll do.
2: Perfect. Perfect. And I want to thank you so, so much for joining me. Please come back anytime.
3: Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate oh. it more than you know.
2: Oh, any time. Before you go, one last time, can you please give out your website for everyone?
3: Yeah. So my website is com. My Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, whatever streaming platform you're listening to on is just Ainsley Costello. And then, uh, yeah, all of my socials are just some iteration of Ainsley Costello.
2: Easy. Yes. When in doubt, Google it out, is what I would say. You are all over. So you'll be able to find Ainsley. I promise you. I promise you. So go and check her out, everybody. You will not regret it. And check out Cherry on Top, the new single, latest release. It's so good and doing so well. Congratulations to you on everything.
3: Thank you so much, Josie.
2: I hope you all enjoyed both of those interviews with Danny Stefanetti and Ainsley Costello. Thank you so much for tuning in. Before we go, I do want to remind you all tickets are on sale now for the ninth annual Josie music awards at the Grand Ole Opry house. You can go to Josie dot com. Ticket link is there. It directs you right to opry.com, the website to purchase your tickets. So get them early so you can find your best spot, get the best seat. So excited to see you all again. It's going to be an amazing year. We're already planning, um, you know, the planning stage has commenced and there's so many exciting things that we have planned already. And it's just the beginning. So just imagine when October comes around. We got a lot of cool things that are happening. So um make sure you are there for the ninth annual Josie Music Awards. Get your tickets at joseymusicawards.com. And thanks all so much for tuning in again, and we appreciate you. And uh, we hope to see you guys again next week for another great show and some more fun interviews. All right. Bye, y'all. Mwah!
0: The Josie Show is copyrighted property of the Josie Network of Brands. It may not be duplicated, altered, or edited, sold, or aired without written consent from the Josie Show owners. Any copyright infringement of the Josie Show will be subject to legal actions.
1: Hey, y'all, this is Ron Stone, and I've got a question for you. Why would you drink plain old whiskey when you could be drinking garage oil American badass whiskey? Our one-of-a-kind spirit with its proprietary flavor profile was recently voted the best-tasting whiskey in Texas. Garage oil is the smoothest, most delicious whiskey you're ever going to get your hands on. So stop drinking plain old whiskey and go out and get you some American badass whiskey. Even the shape of our unique bottle is award-winning. So look for the one with the hot rod on the label and pick up a bottle today, I promise you. It's going to make you smile and have a good time. To find out more about Garage Oil and where to get it, go to garageoilspirits.com. That's garageoilspirits.com. And remember, America, keep your parts lubed. American Bass Whiskey Garage Oil Spirits Distilled South Carolina Created later, Texas.
2: 18 plus.